tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite mask moms, <laughs> Jennifer, that's me, and Juliana. Hello. Uh, before we start, we need to wish our third mask mom, Lori, a very happy birthday. She is hopefully off being pampered and spoiled, so happy 30th birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> Um, and, and we hope you're enjoying your day. So you are all stuck with the other two. Sorry. <laughs> Not so bad. Not so bad. It's your, we're your consolation prize. All right. Well now springtime can get pretty crazy. Uh, we can call it Maysember because it's more stressful than the winter holidays can be for many of us. But now that the craziness of Maysember has come to a end, we can settle slowly into summer. We thought this was the perfect opportunity to talk about taking a deep breath, stopping and smell the smelling the roses of Disney. Um, so we want to talk all about those places where we can just chill on Disney property. But before we do that, of course, we need to get our cocktail ready so that we can appropriately chill. So what is our right. cocktail for today? Yeah, so I thought that there would be no better place to stop and smell the roses than at the Enchanted Rose. What is it? Uh, is it cafe or is it just Enchanted Rose? I think it's just the Enchanted Rose. Yeah. It's it's the bar in um, the Grand Floridian the and lounge. the lounge, and it's um, modeled after Beauty and the Beast, the Enchanted Rose. And I love this spot because it's um, it feels like. French provincial, but it's swanky at the same time. So I love it. Um, it's comfortable and elegant. Anyway, and there's a drink there that um, is called the Lavender Fog and it's gin, creme de violette, vanilla and cream. They serve it in a martini glass with a sprig of lavender across the top. Mm, I cannot wait to try this in that bar. It sounds so good. I feel like I should be like in, in you know, Provence in the lavender fields, sipping a drink like that. I'm excited. And isn't lavender that thing that you're supposed to like smell or drink in your tea to like zen you out? Exactly. So it's like a it's like a tea kind of drink. Oh, I forgot that's one of the ingredients in this, I think. I think there was Earl Grey tea. I think I forgot that. I think I left that one out. I think so. Let me Google real quick because sounds, I mean it's getting better. When you said tea, it reminded me that there was more to this drink. Well, anyway, I'm going to look that up while we move into the news. Oh, we need to try that. I have not been to this lounge yet. When we were when we were there in April, Mark and I took a walk and there was a line and I didn't feel like waiting. And I regret it. I should have waited because it's so pretty inside and you say... Beauty and the Beast inspired, so you get this like childlike image in your mind, but it's fancy and classy and like they use the dark blues and the it just it looks so pretty. I'm excited to try it. And so, I'm 
drink, even if it I'm looking it up online, and in some recipes, it looks like a like a tea drink, like you serve it hot with tea. But this is most definitely at the Enchanted Rose, um, served like a martini. Mm. Anyway, I'll drink it tea or no tea. You had me at gin. <laughs> I know, I do love gin, and the creme de vie calls back to that drink that you really liked at. Um, the Lovey and Rose, right? No, the the plate, the chocolate, the chocolate emporium at Universal. Oh yes, that was a martini, also, wasn't it? With, and I think it had creme de violet in it, right? Yes. Yeah, I have to dig that out. That was good. I'm excited. I'll try it. So, what do we got in the news while I try to find this? All right. So, in the news, um, okay. I just found it. It does have English breakfast tea in it. <laughs> In the, in, in the enchanted rose. Oh, okay. But it looks like just a splash. Anyway, news. That sounds delicious. Sounds so good. So news. Um, the big news this week was that Universal Orlando uh, announced that no masks are required anymore um, if you're vaccinated. But they are not requiring proof of vaccination. Um, so there's that. So they're, they're relying on the honor system. So um, does this mean that kids under 12 have to wear a mask then, right? That's what I was going to say next. Yeah. So clearly if you are a child and you look under 12, then you are, we are assuming you're not vaccinated. So children under 12 should be wearing masks. They had lifted the mask policy for outdoor spaces already. So outdoor spaces, everybody is allowed to walk around without masks. Um, even kids, I think, under 12. Um, yeah, I think so. But this now, it's indoor spaces as well that you're not required to wear them. Um, so I haven't heard anything about... I know that when I was there in April, Universal was a little bit more lax with their policies. Like they're, you know, in Disney, if your mask is slipping down off your nose, people are going to, cast members are going to say something to you. That wasn't so much the case at Universal. So I would assume that that's still the case now. Um, but I haven't spoken to anybody who's visited since this, so I'm not sure how strict they're being. It's still hmm. a good sign about moving more back toward pre-COVID times, which is which is nice. Um, big Disney news this week. Uh, Disneyland announced that they would be opening to out-of-state guests um, starting June 15th, I believe. Um, vaccination is strongly encouraged, but right as of right now, they are not requiring any proof of vaccination. Um, your mask moms ran right out and booked our trip. We're, we're waiting a little bit though. We're going in, in November. So we're really excited about that, especially because this coming Friday, the Avengers campus at Disney's California adventure is going to be opening. And I, as much as I love Star Wars, my family is a huge, we're huge Marvel fans. So I'm really, really excited to see this. I'm excited. The food even looks amazing. Like you can get shawarma, like they joke about at the end of the Avengers movie. Um, that web slingers. I mean, I'm excited about this. 
Um, so that's Friday. Can't wait to hear the reviews about that. See pictures. Um, the, the Marvel Hotel is opening in Disneyland Paris at the end of June also. I'm not going to get to see it. I'm so sad. I know it was supposed to open last summer, but so it's a bummer, but it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, someday. Um, and then, of course, oh, and then in the final news, Disney World did release its first commercial reel um, uh, celebrating or announcing their 50th anniversary ce celebration. It was lovely. I love it. <laughs> it make me cry no matter what you do in them. But it, apparently there are 18 Easter eggs to look for in this teaser. I don't I, know. This thing got mixed reviews. Yeah. People paid a lot of attention to this commercial, expecting big things for the 50th anniversary. I think they wanted to see like, everything's over, we're going back 100% back to normal. And so people are making fun of it, you know, that it's just lights on the tree of life and blah, 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 blah. But then there's of course the people who are like, no, oh, it's great, there's 18 Easter eggs and you gotta watch it. Well, I, I haven't. <laughs> I watched it and it was, it was like fireworks and lights and lasers and stuff and just like yay we have so much to celebrate but that's kind of it i, I know i, I get it greg <laughs> right, like it's really cool but i won't i think people wanted more details they wanted to know what to expect i think it's premature agreed I think we've got, I mean, especially because this is going to be an 18 month long celebration. I have a feeling that the deeper into this 18 months we get, the more they're going to release and the more that's going to come out. So yeah. I have a feeling all these people, including us who are getting ready to go there for the first, what you're going to see on October 1st is probably going to be a little bit different than people who are going to go like April 1st to see. I, right. I, so if you have a park reservation for October 1st, let me know and I'll take it. You wait until April to go. I'll go in October for you. I'll test it out. That's a great, that's look at you taking one for the team. I know. You're a good girl. I am so generous. Um, but that's really all the news. It's definitely exciting. I'm definitely getting, you know, more and more excited. The close, the, the more restrictions they're taking away, the more optimistic I'm getting. So I, it's all good news this week. There you go. Yeah, it is all good news this week, isn't it? It is. It is. We like that. Yay. Like all right. Stop and smell the roses. So stop and smell the roses because it's a sunshiny day. It is. It is. Here too. So there's tons of places that Disney to stop and smell the roses. Um, which of course we always strongly encourage. It's so easy to not do that. Um, but there's just so much, so much cool stuff there. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about that today. And we're not just talking about the parks, we're talking about the hotels as well, um, and even Disney Springs. So let's jump into it first with the resort hotels. So I think, um, the Disney hotels are always a lot more than just places to stay. And there's always a lot to do and explore. Um, 
And some of them offer really serene little spots, little oases. And we've got some favorites. I don't think it's any surprise that most of them are in the deluxe category. Um, <laughs> but there are a couple others too. You know, something that I always think about, um, one of the first times that Juliana and I met each other in person, it was on a travel agent trip to Disney. And we were really lucky. We got to take some amazing kind of behind the scenes tours of the resorts. And our tour guide, whose name I forget, but I think he's fantastic. One of the things he said to us was the thing that um, puts Disney resort hotels, you know, a step above other hotels that you might stay in is that these are truly resorts. You know, and and we were walking, we were at the Grand Floridian at the time, we were walking past the pool, and the pool was, it was packed. There were so many people there, and he said, what hotel in the world, just a stone's throw away from a theme park, would you expect to have this many people enjoying the resort? And that's because these resorts were built for you to to take a step back and smell the roses for a while and actually enjoy all the things that they, they put in there for you to enjoy. And all these people who like all the dads who come to us to plan their vacations and joke, they're like, I'm going to need a vacation after the vacation. I'm always telling them, well, not necessarily if you do it the right way and you take the time to smell the roses, you don't necessarily need a vacation after the vacation. So very true. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite in any resort hotel? In any resort hotel, I'm going to go for um, Animal Kingdom Lodge. I could do a staycation there and not go to the parks at all. Um, they just have so many little nooks and crannies built in there to stop and smell the roses. There, I remember one time um, we were there staying at Kidani and there's like this little room off to the side of the lobby where they were these um, the the cultural representatives there were doing like drum lessons. Like where could you go to get that? Did you know that Animal Kingdom Lodge has the second largest collection of African art in the world? Amazing. Amazing. We went um, a couple of years ago, Mark and I went on an adult only vacation there and we took one of our friends um, over, we went, we had brunch at Boma, which I miss so much. And then we walked around Jumbo and Kidani because he did uh, one of his medical rotations. Um, no, he did a Doctors Without Borders thing somewhere in, in Africa. Africa. Wow. Wow obsessed with these African artifacts and art and sculptures. And, and I mean, each thing is labeled and it tells you where they're from. And it was so interesting. It was like going to a museum. Yeah. So yeah, there's so much to see, so many places to stop and, and smell the roses, so many little lounges. That's definitely, top. yeah, that's definitely at the top of my list. I've never gotten to stay there. And you know that that's my next choice for a a family big vacation. I've seen a picture of some cozy little fireplace that overlooks the savannah off the lobby, I want to say, at Kadani. Rocking. Um, there are little nooks like that in both. At mm -hmm. Jumbo, there's like outside, there's a fire pit and little rocking chairs that they put around the fire pit. 
They'll even give you night vision goggles. It sounds so, so great. Yeah, it's really cool. But yeah, I, little I little can't wait everywhere that you can just stop for a minute and sit down and enjoy the atmosphere. So I can't wait. Animal Kingdom, what's yours? So I think having never done it, it's definitely at the top of my list. So I guess I can't really yet say it's my favorite, but I expect it to become my favorite very soon. Otherwise, I love, I have two. I One that I knew that I would love before I even got there was the fireplace in the great um, lobby at Wilderness Lodge. It is so cozy. And the rest of that huge, beautiful lobby fades away. And you're just sitting on a couch with your hot cocoa. Just it makes you feel like you're you were in Aspen and you just got off the ski slopes and you're going into water. I don't, I don't know how they do it. They make it intimate and it, and in like this huge, crazy space, you know, this huge, huge hall, but still intimate at the same time. I love it. Love it. And I knew I would. It was the first place I stayed. And because I knew it would be a favorite as well. And then there's an unexpected one for me. I was never crazy about the Polynesian. And then we stayed there. And though it's still not my favorite, I can understand why people love it. And I was super impressed by that little like walkway where the marina is, it's just really peaceful and pretty. And then if you go even further down toward the walkway toward the Grand, there are little swinging benches right on the you know, just like on the grass across from the beach. You can see the fireworks from there, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. and there's never anybody there. No, even when we were there in April, we went to Kona for dinner one night and then walked back to the resort, to the Grand Floridian. Yeah. There was nobody there. Yeah. We weren't doing fireworks, but we did. We sat on the but beach and on we those. Went, yeah. When you and I were last there, it was April, one of the busiest Aprils I've ever seen at at Disney World. And I think I watched the fireworks from there and without a soul around me. Well, yeah. Yeah. That is a nice spot, too. That is nice. So what else? I, yeah, I think for me, that's really, those are the tops. But then there are a couple of um, moderates that I think need mentioning. Yes. Um, definitely Port Orleans when, when those open up, there's that promenade, I think, is this the one you're talking about that connects the two resorts? Yes. Cause just the whole, the whole entire resort is one beautiful, quiet place to chill. Yes. Which is why that, I mean, I'm so sad that it's not open because that's, they both of them are my favorite moderate resorts, but there's a promenade right along the bayou <laughs> that connects the French, um, the French quarter over to the, to Riverside and just, you can walk along there and it's beautiful. And, and when they're open, you can see the little um, boats that are driving past to drop passengers off between the two resorts. And it's a really beautiful ride and, and um, it's really nice to go. The boat ride is a, is a nice, quiet place to stop and smell the roses. But walking is awesome also because you can really take your time. And, um, and there's a running trail that goes right around the water, right? It's the same thing. It's, it's the a, same thing. I call it a walking trail because <laughs> I run. <laughs> But it's really pretty, and, and you can even take your be beignet <laughs> and, Yay. And, and walk there. 
but it's nice and it's nice to see the riverside is so cool because the different areas of the resort mm -hmm. the, the rooms look different so mm -hmm. like be like the plantation looking ones like or the bayou like you're walking through gone with the wind or something it's really cool so that's a really nice a nice spot I think another entire resort that is a place to chill, just like um, on this one, just like the Port Orleans resorts is Fort Wilderness. Yeah. Campground, of course. <laughs> That's but, a great place for a staycation too, because mm -hmm. there's so many things going on at that resort that you don't, you really literally don't need to leave. And besides grounds they do have cabins yeah no and then the cabins i would consider moderate the campgrounds yeah. i would not but it is a full service campground absolutely and they have like they have the fire pit uh roast you can roast marshmallows and do the sing-along with chip and dale during non-covid times they have stables there where you can go horseback riding they have archery lessons they have the whole waterfront where you can rent canoes and and boats and it's really cool yeah, that's a also state. on my list. I've never done it. I would love to do that. That's that's definitely a staycation destination and a cool way to do a split stay. I think where you. I stay. don't know. I might just rent a Winnebago and do it. No, I'm I'm cabin. No, I don't know. Sorry, Winnebagos are fun. No, thank you. Um, anyway, all right. So I think that's it. Can you think of any others in the resorts? I mean, I, I think that the values kind of get a, a bad rap, but I have to say when we were there in April, we were staying at the Riviera and we took the Skyliner over to Art of Animation one day because, you know, my 16 year old is an animator and I knew he would love it. And we took our time wandering around. We loved the cars area. Mm -hmm. um, really took our time. And I think that's not stopping to smell the roses. Mm -hmm, for sure. Wandered around, got our picture with Doc Hudson. Yeah. Um, walked past the cozy cone. So I think that's a good one too. Yeah. Cause while the theming there is a little over the top and cartoonish, right? That's what's great about it. It makes for great photos and it's exactly. the same caliber you'd see in Toy Story Land or at the parks. It's not like it's dumbed down decorating. Yeah. And it was easy to get to from the Riviera. So it was a nice little, um, you know, we stopped and smelled the roses on the Skyliner ride because that was a very chill way. Yeah. Cool. We, we had a good time. But I think awesome. that's, that's So awesome. before we get into the parks, how about Disney Springs? Um. Yeah, Disney Springs is definitely tough lately because it's been so crowded. Mm. Um, because that's, if, you know, if you can get a seat for dinner at a, one of the restaurants on the water, that's nice. Um, I particularly like surprise everybody homecoming because they've got they're on the little canalish sort of thing, right? Yeah, and you know when Lori and I were there in March, we we ate at Haleo. Mm -hmm. Their back patio there. That was really nice too. We had a lovely yeah. view of Saratoga Springs. It's very so, cool. but in, you know, apart from that, inside Disney Springs, there's really not like an outdoor space that's quiet. That's not the vibe there. Yeah. I think with Disney Springs, like you don't need a ticket to get in. 
So it opens it up to all sorts of visitors from the Orlando area. But that's what I love about it, right? It's like, it's a lively, fun atmosphere. You're, you know, there's street performers. There's just, you know, it's it's fun. Um, You really need to look hard for those places to just chill. Yeah. You got to have a reservation. (laughs) And I think, you know, if your goal is just you want to just people watch, like we ate outside in the Polite Pig Mm -hmm. and had a little table there. And that Mm -hmm. was great people watching because we were right in the middle of things and you had people Mm -hmm. walking past the whole time. Um, I know that the Coca-Cola store has that rooftop bar. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice place to stop and smell the roses. And- I suppose if you really want to be alone, you could get on that balloon thing. <laughs> no, thank you. Moving yeah, on. That is not something I'm ever doing. <laughs> so, so in the parks. Yes. Lots of places. What do you want to start with? Um, well, before we even, so I think if, do all four parks or just two of them have, there are, there are lounges for visa card holders and there are, um, I know Epcot has one. I don't think Magic Kingdom has one, but there are also photo have, stops as well. I know they have photo stops that you can go to. I know that Epcot has a lounge for DVC members that you can go into. Maybe um, that's just it. I thought there was a visa one as well, but maybe it's just the photos. I've never tried to use it. I've used my visa um, to get uh, photos at the, the Star Wars area that's over in the animation courtyard. Oh. I've done that before, but I haven't done anything else with my visa card because I always forget about it. Because DVC know. trumps visa anyway. Well, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about Magic Kingdom then? So Magic Kingdom, I think that there are, a, even though I think that is the most crowded park, um, because of how much there is to do, because it's usually the one that people are not going to want to skip on their vacation if they're going to skip a park, and because of just how small it is and compact, um, I still think that there are a of places where you can get away from the crowds, even on a crowded day. My favorite spot is that side street on Main Street. I don't remember the name of the street, but it's just past like the con- confectionery. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just walk down the street. There's usually like a fake flower cart. Isn't that where the Pandora store is? I think so. I think so. Yeah. It's a lot of seating. But I've never had a problem going back there and being alone and sitting at a, a little table. It's just like nobody, they, when, usually when you're on Main Street, you're either going shopping or you're like beelining it to the rides. Right. And that little street in the windows, there's so much cute stuff to look at. It's charming. It's quiet. Nobody's ever back there. So if you sit long enough, there are like these little tiny bistro tables. And if you sit long enough underneath the win- the, the window, you'll see it's a voice studio and you can hear them. You can hear their voice lessons in there. It's, it's really cute. Like all the attention to detail is so nice to notice when you're sitting there and just smelling the roses and observing for a bit. Smelling the roses. <laughs> and you can grab your Starbucks. And go back. Mm-hmm. 
sit back for a while. It's really nice. I like that. What about you? Well, you can always take the train ride. Yes. Around. Sure. I mean, well, not always. You can't now, but. <laughs> right. right. So it's closed right now. The um, the rail. What is it called? The, the Walt Disney. The Walt Disney Railroad. Oh, railway. Railroad. We um, should know that. We should know that. Oh, well. <laughs> it's called the um, train. <laughs> you all know what we're talking about. We so, to go on there uh, during nap time. Right. You've told us that. So that's what made me think of it. You just sit and you can go around as many times as you want. And they would just, you would get like a nice change of scenery. It would be a cool breeze. The kids would sleep. It's, it's, great. it's great. I do love it. So it's closed right now for the Tron situation. Tron situation. But similarly, <laughs> although they, they, the people mover, I feel the same way about Absolutely. it. And, keep going and the people mover is great because you never have to wait like you might have to wait for the train just because it's not there people mover is continuous yeah yeah That's i do love the people mover i have to say the other thing about the train um there were a couple times where we went where we would bring in lunch to the parks and there are lockers right underneath the train station there at the main gate. Mm -hmm. So we would have to go to the main gate to grab our cooler from the lockers. So we would go right upstairs in the train station on the platform and nobody just sits there because usually they're all waiting to go get on the train. But there are, I mean, when it's open, there are a couple of little tables and we used to sit there and have a clear view of the flag and Roy Disney and the little square and Cinderella castle. And we would eat our lunch and we'd be like, you can't pay for this view. And here we are, we brought our lunch in, we're saving money there. And, and look at this view that we're having while we're eating. Sounds nice. like a bonus mouse tip right yeah. there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, um, what else? I, my favorite, actually, and I've said this before, is the tangled toilets because you can get a tinkle in a cute little space. Then you can come out and charge your phone. Yes. <laughs> there's, there's chargers hidden in the little tree stumps. And then you can also play little games like there's little hidden Pascals all over the creek and the rocks and stuff. You can see how there's many you can find. There's a lot of them. So you tell that's that's a cool tip if you have little kids who need to just run around and get some energy out like it's a pretty enclosed little area so mm -hmm. you can you can charge your phone and you can send your kids on a little hunt all right there's right. a pal somewhere in this area find it and then come back and tell me where it is and they're not all easy to find i'm not gonna lie like i've not found them all yeah yeah so yeah it's it, there's not a whole lot of foot traffic there. It's not quiet, but there's not a whole lot of foot traffic. It's a great place to to get a few a few tasks done while you sit and rest as well. You can charge, you can potty, you can play. It's a perfect little spot. Just saying. That is a good spot. Um, Tom Sawyer Island is a great spot. Also, I haven't been there in years, but we used to go all the time because it's also like active little boys it was a great spot to have them get out some energy there are rocking chairs that the adults can sit in while the kids run around and play really, yeah i love it 
it's all you get on the little raft to go over no matter what time of year you go it's always like 10 degrees cooler because there's so much shade it's really nice it's a yeah. great place to go to it's a favorite for me. I Someone had said, um, I was asking some people and they said uh, the Swiss family tree house. And I was like, there is nothing quiet and relaxing about it. Like the Swiss family. I love it. But there's always like a whole lot of people in a small space. Sometimes, although I've had times where there's nobody there. And you well, that might be nice pull off to the side sort of and get this great view of the castle. Mm. Well, I guess it depends. I think a lot of people skip it because they're in such a hurry to get to like pirates or jungle cruise or whatever. But there are definitely a handful of rides where if you just need to get off your feet for a while and enjoy some air conditioning and just regroup for a bit. We talked about the train. We talked about the people mover um my other favorite of, of course is carousel of progress i think it's a great chance to take a load off there's never a line you get some nice air conditioning and you know an earworm stuck in your head that you're going to be singing for the rest of the day and i have great pictures of my husband asleep <laughs> it's a yeah. some 40 winks in there <laughs> make everybody happy yeah, there's a couple too, like the Enchanted Tiki Room. It's a little more lively. It's harder to nap in that one, but I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the seats aren't as comfortable to nap in. At yeah. least the seats at Carousel are like movie theater seats. The seats at Tiki Room are like a bench. It's a bench, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Hall of Presidents uh, always. We talked last week also about... Um, uh, the Hall of Presidents. Right. That's a long nap. <laughs> that's a long nap because that's what did we say? Like a 22 minute show. <laughs> that's a nice nap. You got yeah. some a real REM cycle in there. <laughs> you can come out all refreshed and ready to take on uh, Haunted Mansion. So I don't think there are as many places in Hollywood studios to, to chill. No, that's a harder one. And for the most part, the shows in there, you're not going to want to sleep through because they're fabulous. Well, yeah, most of them. Most of them. Most of them. Um, but definitely if you need to take a load off and you need to sit in some air conditioning, most of them, that it's a great place to stop for a bit. Um, but in terms of like really stopping and getting some quiet space, there isn't a ton. Or what about spaces just to really pause and look, open your eyes, you know? So like uh, Walt Disney Presents, I think is great for that because it's a hundred years of, you know, the history and all that. Yes. Especially like if you're a Disney fan or an animation fan, it's, mm -hmm. it's like a museum so it's really cool to go in and actually take your time and you can because mm -hmm. mark reads every, i hate going to a museum with him because he needs to look at and study and read everything and i'm just like come on come i know on. i can't i can't do that either but um the same thing so the two of them it's great for them they go in they take their time there's no line it's air conditioned mm -hmm. it's not crowded so more crowded 
but but just as cool to find a lot of stuff to look at. Used to be the um, the launch pad, the Star Wars launch bay, right? Yes. Yeah. There was a lot in there, but now, I mean, you can just head on over to Galaxy's Edge and there's no shortage of eye candy in that entire world. A lot of people watching too. Which is <laughs> <laughs> it is not your quiet escape the crowds place, yeah. but it is, no. but it is still a pause and smell the roses place because it, it is wild. Yes. I like the um, the spot over on Sunset. Um, what is it? Fairfax Fair. Yeah. Quick service. If you can find a table, so like in an off time, like two o'clock. I always seem to be walking by there at an off time. Yes. And if you can find a table and grab an ice cream, that's really good people watching too. And you can watch up to the Tower of Terror and every, you know, hear the people screaming every time the door opens, which is kind and of the, fun. The tables are under like a trellis, right? Yes. So usually there's shade, um, which is nice. So that's a good spot to stop and, and regroup for a while and grab a snack and do some people watching and just you know, regroup, which you need in, especially in the hot months, you know? Absolutely. Um, also over by, Lori talked about this. She likes to stop here, I think, on Echo Lake over by, um, on the Hollywood Boulevard side, there's some benches and you can get a frozen something or other and people watch and sit and cool off. Yes, there's not as much shade over there. Yeah. Usually a place to sit, so. I guess you win some, you lose some. <laughs> you win some, you got to give and take. There's frozen drinks, okay? Yes. Um, but I think right. I can't think of anything yeah, else. I mean, like I said, there's a lot more visual stuff, you know, to yes. focus on. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Animal Kingdom. I think Animal Kingdom is an entire theme park where you can do this. Yeah. It, it caters to this sort of touring style. Yeah, this is a big walking day for me. This is the day that I definitely wear my sneakers. Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of, um, first of all, it's, it's huge. It's one of the, the bigger, you know, square acreage um, parks. So there is a lot of walking, but um, the two, there are walking trails so there's that Maharaja Jungle Trek and there's the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trail. And so many people skip them because they're not rides. And it's such a mistake because it's such a great way to take your time, wander through. There are stops along the way where there are uh, expert cast members who can teach you things and talk to you about the animals that you're looking at. And... Um, it's different. It's not a zoo. It's different. It's not a zoo. It's an immersive experience. It really is. Um, starting just from when you walk in, though, there's so much to, to stop and smell. Um, like Divine is usually right there, right um, on the oasis, right? She's yeah. this she's this character that looks like a plant and she's on stilts and she's super tall and she's really cool. She'll take pictures with you. I don't know if she's still there. Um, and then on Discovery Island, there's so much to see and people really often go right past this because they're in a rush to get farther into the park. 
Um, but the tree of life in and of itself, not even, I mean, it's spectacular at night when it's lit up, but during the day, it's new things pop out at you that you didn't even notice before. There's not really a section of that tree that isn't a part of an animal's body. Yeah. It's, it's really just all these, it's, it's crazy. It's beautiful. And usually during non COVID times, right in front of the tree, there's something that they do. And God, I don't remember the name of it. Like what flights of wonder or something where they have these birds, these macaws and these beautiful tropical birds doing. Well, that's, you mean like the show? Not the show, not the up show. Totally. Right. It's like right in front of the tree. And they usually, like I have a picture of it where they have, like they fly right over your head and they're, they're trained. So they have like this call and they'll come. I, I'm not explaining it very I well. haven't they, seen it. No, you are. I thought that, so I thought before it became the up show, it was flights of wonder. Yes. So I think I'm just messing up. It's the just name. A, not the right name. This isn't in the same space. No, this is like right in front, like your entrance. You walked through that oasis area. This is right in front of the tree. There's, um, it's a bird. It's a quick bird show. It's, it's really quick. And really like all they do is they have these tropical birds fly, like swooping down over your head and flying to this spot. It's really cool. It's really mm -hmm. cool. And they 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 had what what else did they have once they had puppets walking around walking around um, <laughs> it was really cool I don't know stay in that area in front of the tree because there's always something going on there's always right. like some sort of show or entertainment or cool thing to learn about there's always something going on in in the Africa like by Harambe too. There's always some kind of like drummers or something happening over there. There are several shows that go on in that area outside or did. Um, I feel like it's a park where they it's just all about sort of like I said immersing you in as much culture as they can and there's so much education to be had. We've talked, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Wilderness Explorers. You can sign up for that for free and stop and smell the roses, get, get, learn about the animals, let them teach you. It's really, really, really neat. Yeah. I love absolutely. it. Um, if you need a shady, quiet place to sit for a while and smell the roses, there are all sorts of areas by the flame tree barbecue, um, right in the, the upper areas. It's usually crowded with people trying to find seats, tables with their barbecue to sit and um, to sit and eat. But if you go down a level right by the water, there are plenty of little nooks and crannies with little um, picnic tables where you can just sit. Um, it's all shaded, so it's great. Beautiful views on the water. You know, um, you don't expect it to back there, right? Like, no, you think that it ends, but there are there's so much sea. I've never had a problem. Even when I go during, you know, rush hour, dining hours to eat at Flame Tree Barbecue, there's always a place. And it's it's popular too, it but it's big. Yeah, I like you that one. Without food, if you just need a shady spot to, to get off your feet for a while and just sit and regroup, that's a great spot to go. Yeah, for sure. And then um, uh, for more eye candy is the bridge from Africa to Pandora. The way yeah. when it cha everything changes and starts listening and it's just a really, really 
really neat experience walking over that bridge. One to walk over at night also. Mm -hmm. Everything changes at night and it's not just what you're seeing, but the sounds. It's very cool. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So last park, Epcot. This one, I mean, there's something everywhere. So we just have to narrow it down to our favorites. Do we? <laughs> I mean, we could talk for three hours about all the places to stop at Epcot. And Epcot. No shortage of places to stop and smell the roses because you have 11 countries in the World Showcase and all 11 of them have beautiful, quiet nooks and crannies in their pavilions. Where you and we're constantly preaching about how there's so much to see yes. and so many places to explore. Yes. So I think... I think all three of us, not just Lori, would rank the waterfall back behind Canada as a top spot to just chill. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You can't argue with that. I've got nothing to, to add. You can't. I hate it when she wins. <sighs> it's her birthday. We'll let yeah, her. we'll give it to her. In honor of her birthday, we'll go with Canada. <laughs> it's beautiful. We always talk about, too, the UK... You know, the gardens there are lovely. Gorgeous. You know, we love Morocco. (laughs) Even now, even though. Even now, even that it's changed, it's undergone a transformation. But the Fez house back there is really cool. It's just that big tile room. Yeah. And even if you're not going back there and looking for someplace to sit, um, walking around those shops, it looks like you're in a shook. It's really cool. It is really cool. I've always liked that one. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, Japan's one of my favorites. So we ate there this last time with my family. Um, and just their gardens are beautiful. There are, there's no shortage of shady spots there too, which I, I'm all about my shade. So that was really nice. And just it's that talk about Zen, like literally. Literally, right. <laughs> koi ponds and all the koi ponds have these. So in Canada, the waterfall we're talking about is that's a waterfall. Like that, the falling of the water is loud. It's like you're at Niagara Falls, but at um in the little gardens back there in Japan, it's more like the trickling sounds of the water. Making me want to. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes back to that. What else, though? I hear that they're the um, they're really talking about the new nighttime spectacular that should someday be coming to Epcot. So that'll be something to see. And I think also once Ratatouille opens up, that whole area, that new area in France, is so beautiful. They have some benches there now. I don't know if their plan is to add more benches once that creperie is up and running, but that would be a lovely spot as well. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we could go on and on. There's no I know. The bridges are always great. The bridge by okay. Italy is a great one. The bridge that connects the UK and France is a good one, right? No shortage. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 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 There's a ton. There's, There's a ton. A we can go on and on. Because we love Epcot. We do. We do. So I think we should just uh, suffice there. Because like I said, we could talk for two hours about Epcot. I agree. I agree. So I guess we we did give you a couple of Masca tips already. 
Um, and our, our mask tip for this one is the entire podcast. It just, it's so worth it to stop and smell the roses and you don't need to be that dad who's joking and saying, oh, I'm going to need a vacation after my vacation. <laughs> if you do it the right way and make sure that you consciously build in some time and don't get caught up in the, the FOMO and and um, make conscious effort to, to take some time to relax and breathe and explore, then then you won't need a vacation after the vacation. So try that next time. Good luck. All right. So there you have it. Um, you've wasted another good evening listening to these ladies talk about Disney. Thank you for spending another episode with us. But if you have any favorite spaces for a break or nooks that you like to explore at Walt Disney World, definitely let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Um, so you can share below or in our Facebook group. And for the latest news out of Disney, don't forget to visit our blog at mouskamoms with an S blog.com and join our Facebook group, um, Disney planning and chat by Mouskamoms. Bye. Thank you for listening and having a drink with us this week. Tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Mouska Moms are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website kingdomandcruise.com and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. These traveling moms are signing off. And remember... Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>